Check, 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 check. Back for another week. My name is Darian. I am not alone, you motherfuckers. Miss Monica is here. I'm here today. And she's alive. I'm alive. And she's looking well. (laughs) She's looking okay. (laughs) She's she's looking serviceable, is what I would say. Oh. (laughs) She made it in of of her own uh, volition. Yes. Without the aid of a walker or a rascal or a hover round or a hoverboard. (laughs) Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. How you feeling, babes? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You doing better? Yeah. You look. You actually do look better. Uh, every day, it's better. A little bit easier. Yeah. You're moving around. Yeah, I'm moving around a lot more. Some days I have some weird nerve pains. Oh, I went to my post stop, so I yeah. might not get my leg back for up to a year. What? what your leg? Did you lend yeah. it out? Yeah, the nerve. Remember the Are nerve. You still, is you still dead. can't feel that, or what? Yeah, is that a I still. Leg? No, I dropped my leg when I walked. Yeah, That's it's kind of it's kind of weird. She's got like a. Huh. You haven't noticed? Yeah. It's oh. kind of like a Horace Pinker shocker <laughs> kind of a drag. Not maybe not as pronounced. Yeah. Pinker's was kind of sexy yeah, too. Yeah, some Here's... days I think I can walk better, yeah? but then there are days where it just really flares up. Wow. You, it's so, not noticeable. Yeah. If that makes you feel well, any better. I notice it, but that's okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Mm. Right on. I waited too long. You know what I discovered? Huh? Whenever somebody says it is what it is, <laughs> yeah. what they're really saying is, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <gasps> oh. I'm done talking to you about this. That's what that really means. <laughs> Buddy is also in the house. Hey. He's alive, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am. And back in Reno, Nevada. <laughs> yeah. For probably a short couple weeks, maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Very short, I'm <laughs> What's sure. up with you, big guy? Oh, just a lot of uh, working out of state and uh, moving and remodeling and Ugh. just so much Ugh. yeah i get exhausted just listening to you tell me about that <laughs> that's miserable man it's good times though no it's not <laughs> don't fucking lie to me i know it's not uh, luckily we got all of our remodeling done during covid yeah and uh yeah that was miserable i don't think i've ever fought so long or so hard with my wife as i did during the remodeling days <laughs> yeah. listen to me you motherfucking fuck <laughs> Damn! <laughs> get out of here! I can't! We're in a quarantine! Shit! That's right. Where are you going to go? I don't know. I'm going to go stand in another room for 20 to 25 minutes. He's going to the garage. That's it! Don't talk to me. Out of the places you've been, where do you like the best that you've gone? Ooh, uh, Louisiana. Yeah? Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Whoa. Where did you go in Louisiana? 
Oh, no, Memphis. I'm sorry, not Louisiana. Memphis, <laughs> Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee, dude. Yeah. Right on. Know. They're all kind of blend in after I a while. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, that was probably second. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, Memphis was just full of nice people. Awesome. Yeah. Good food, too, right? Mm, the barbecue there? Yeah. Oh, man, the best. Nice. Yeah. All right, well, we got a horror show to get into here, kids. We got uh, horror news, listener mail, all the regular shit. Let's start it off with a little horror news. Miss Monica, horror news. It's the horror news song. (laughs) Horror news. You got anything for us, kid? I do. Only one thing that okay. I only care about. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Thank <laughs> you very much. I don't know if you talked about this already. Jeepers hmm. Creepers Reborn. I Ooh. brought it up briefly. What do you have? Yeah. Release date uh, will be July 1st in Australia. Okay. And then us next. This one is going to be completely devoid of Victor Salva, as I understand. Yes, I did read that too. So all of you high and mighty people that don't like pedophiles, <laughs> which is just about everybody. Uh, but for those of you that were not, I can't help it. I still like this movie. I like I like uh, the first two. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care either. Really, you I don't know, care. Least, I still like Michael Jackson. There, I, I said it. I yeah. I do too. I don't like Roman Polanski, but it has nothing to do with the hot tub. It has to do with his movies being uh, kind of watered down and shitty. If you ask me. Yeah, whatever. There you there go. Are plenty of guys who had sex with fourteen-year-old girls. Yeah, yeah. So get over it. <laughs> Buddy got very concerned all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy's like, "Who have you been talking to?" <laughs> uh, I'm into it. You yeah. Know, um, I hope they don't fuck with it too much, though, because this is supposed to be like a reboot, right? Well, it said this was supposed to take off on a like a, Louis- a Louisiana like horror festival. Okay, and uh, the two people that are starring in the movie get like visions of the creeper. So oh, yeah, so okay. I don't know Maybe if it's going to be a reboot. I we could just forget that mm-hmm. third one altogether. Yeah, right? we if they can. wanted to do like a sequel to part two, <clears throat> I'd be okay with that. Yeah, or yeah. even part one, really. Yeah, now we're back at twenty years again. I don't, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's fine with me. I'm all right with that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just bring it on. Bring me the creeper. Yeah, we need a new movie. Big crazy truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, personalized plates. What do you think, buddy? <laughs> I'm down. I want to check it out. I'll yeah. check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like the first, you like the uh, original Jeepers Creepers? Oh yeah, me mm-hmm. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. always. That belly button. <laughs> a little weird. Man. They do have weird. trailer. The they do like, have okay. the trailer out. Oh, do they? Yeah, I oh. didn't want to click on it. Why not? I I don't setting yourself up for disappointment. I don't want to see it yet. All right. I, oh no. Well, it's right. But it's, it's out there. You can look it up. I, if you I want to check out the trailer a month now. away. Yeah, a month away. Okay. You know. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just gonna wait. Okay. Yeah. You're the boss. <laughs> uh, buddy, you got anything? Oh yeah. I know no. how much you've been missing this news. Funko turns oh, Vincent wow. Price and his black cat Can into a... Can you go back to Pennsylvania? <laughs> <laughs> so Funko turns Vincent Price and his black cat into a vinyl toy this Halloween season. That's right. He appeared in over 100 films and is most known for his works within the horror genre. It's Mr. Vincent Price. Welcome the legendary actor into your horror collection as Pop. Vincent Price, vinyl figure, is approximately four inches tall and holding a little black cat. 
Oh, how cute. Yeah. Buddy must have that app on his phone. Do you have a so, Funko app? Yeah. I'm sure there is well, one. Anytime. There's an app for everything. <laughs> yeah. It's notifications in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. In fact, new Gremlin toys from Funko include Gizmo with 3D glasses and Daffy from Gremlins 2. And... Uh, their jumbo-sized version of the new Gizmo toys also coming soon, alongside with keychains. So that's the uh, Gremlins. Ah. Oh, those stop are it! <laughs> stop it right now. Uh, new Jaws toy from Funko includes the oh, shark, the boat, and the whole damn thing. That's right. Funko has released several different Jaws toys in recent years, including individual pop vinyl toys of Quint, Brody, Hooper, and the shark. They even put out a Jaws-themed board game. And there's a little picture of the the whole set. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's not, not as really. Bad. Yeah. It's not so Funko-ish. Yeah. Hmm. I'm into it. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, that's all I got. What do you got, dudes? Are you guys watching Joe Bob's last drive-in show? No. Mm-hmm. Special guest this Friday. Who do you think it is? John Travolta. No. <laughs> Anything? No. no. Bruce Campbell. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Making his uh, Joe Bob Briggs last drive-in debut this Friday, live on Shutter. Uh-huh. Uh, what else we got here? Hocus Pocus 2. Nah. Oh. If anybody gives a shit. Who's starring in it? Same three broads oh. that were in the first one. Oh, no, thank you. Horse face. Yeah. Horse uh, face. <laughs> the other one. And then uh, Bette Midler. Yeah. So there's that. that uh, it's going to hit Disney Plus this or next fall, excuse me, 2022. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I don't understand the love for that movie. I don't either. I've seen it. It's a kids' movie. It's good. One watch. That's it. <sighs> yeah, one you know, time. Watch, watch it with your family and be on with it. Sure. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. So I, I feel the same way about Monster Squad. Yeah. Bah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things we probably don't need, Willy Wonka mm-hmm. is getting an origin story. Starring Timothy Chalamet, oh. the kid from the Dune movie. Oh, okay. So there's that. If anybody is fiending for another Willy Wonka movie. I don't understand the love for that movie. It's like a psychedelic thing, man. The parole officer watches that movie I like all the, the time. I was going to say the original or the Tim Burton one? Tim the Burton's original. The original, yeah. 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 I am trying... To convince my son to be Willy Wonka for <laughs> Halloween, just because he has the perfect Gene Wilder hair. Oh yeah! You throw oh, a purple okay. top hat on him, he's in. Well, that's he won't pretty do it. easy. Yeah, he won't do it. Oh, he wants to be goddamn Scorpion okay. again. <laughs> Scorpion every fucking year. Goddamn it! <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, so look out for that. Uh, Hulu has acquired the rights to the next Hellraiser movie. <gasps> I saw. And that. this one is going to be directed by David Bruckner. Mm. So that should be pretty good stuff. All right. Uh, that name sounds familiar. David Bruckner. What did he do? Yeah. I feel like he's got some horror cred out there. And I'm going to tell you right now that he directed uh, another movie called uh, The Night House, which is making the festival. Oh, uh, VHS. Southbound. Oh. Southbound. The That's Ritual it. that we yeah. all know and love. Okay. Now I got a boner for this thing. He did some episodes of Creep Show. Uh, he did that Siren movie. Remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah. your favorite person. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Zack Snyder is already teasing an Army of the Dead sequel yeah. and an animated series focusing on Scott. Mm-hmm. So the Batista's mm. character is going to get the animated sequel. Uh, the animated. Uh, 
series. Yeah. And then the prequel is going to be a live action uh, heist movie focusing on Dieter, Dieter which is interesting. <laughs> During the apocalypse, which I, I found, think, yeah. Which I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't really make sense. You know, when they plan on making well, a never... part two, leave the ending open. They did. They did. No, they didn't. They killed Batista off. So. Right, but yeah, there was another. You stayed at the very end. Yes. What did I miss? The guy, the one in the the, the guy the, that got locked in the vault. Oh yeah, yeah the yeah. hot guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he gets the, out on the plane and he gets yeah, on the plane. Yeah, but he's bit. Yeah. 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 There's so, your opening. Yeah. He's going to Mexico City, man. No, sorry to sorry to spoil <laughs> Army of the Dead for you, ladies and gentlemen. But apparently, Monica missed a few things. I watched it all the way to the end. I don't see how you can build it off. Okay, we won't talk anymore. He's about gonna it. land, and then he's gonna be a, and then he's gonna spread the yeah. And there's your part two. Yeah. So now we're gonna have to get a new tactical In team Mexico. out. No, it's gonna be some kind of Mexican thing. <laughs> the Mexican mafia is the cartel. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, there you go. Okay. Cartel zombies. Yeah. Bad yeah. business. We need the dude from uh, Breaking Bad. You in know, there. Danny Trejo. Is, <laughs> he's no, gonna, I won't even. He's want probably gonna it play like five different Fuck. roles in that one, <laughs> right? Three of them will be zombies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be like fighting himself. That's right. All right. That's all we got on the horror news. God damn it. Let's do a little listener mail, shall we? Mm-hmm. Listener mail. Booyah. Let's start things mm. off right here in Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Cowboy. Subject line, good movies soon and more solo shows. Good evening, Padded Room. Hope someone made it in tonight, but if not, I do enjoy the solo shows. See that? People dig it, which means you motherfuckers are out of here. <laughs> I guess I should stop paying him. Huh? <laughs> what? No, wait a minute. Wait, hey, hold on. <laughs> Best wishes that Monica's feeling better and still having a smooth recovery, and that Buddy's move went nice and easy. Mentions from last week's show, Darian, I agree about the new... Uh, there's a great big empty space in your email there, cowboy, so I don't know what that's... I think there's supposed to be a picture there. Did manage to finally watch Splinter and Psycho Gorman. Had fun watching them both. Mm-hmm. That's all I got this week. Hope everyone has a great week and catch you on the flip, cowboy. Right on. Bye. Right on. Those are two good movies. Forgot that I also watched Psycho Gorman from 2020. So very cool. Thanks for uh, writing in there, cowboy. All right, looks like we got some voicemails here, amigos. Let's kick things off with uh, Monica's pod boyfriend from beautiful Southern California. It's Mr. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. <clears throat> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? So far, yeah. so good. I hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone's holding in. Thanks for uh, holding down the fort there, Darian. Hey, you know, hopefully, uh, I'm here for you. Miss Monica's feeling well enough to uh, make her triumphant return. You know, uh, <laughs> till the next buddy. Week. I'm sure he's balls deep in something. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know what, but that, we were that's talking about donuts now. earlier. All right, I want you to understand that, Darian. Yes, sir, I totally gotcha. Okay, of course you're hereditary this week. Last week, that's it. Hereditary. You know, I. 
I fucked up. I missed calling last week, and then I thought, Sounds you know what? Nice. I may have to use this to my advantage. Okay. And I'll just call like late every week. Well, there you go. like there's something wrong with uh, the phone, the yeah. connection, or whatever. And that's what's happening. But I'll nail you every week You're on the educating son of a bitch. part. So anyway, yes, I, I would have had you fucked up, missed calling. It's all good. Uh, but this week, um, I think you, I think you're. Uh, uh, the cannibal flick, uh, uh-huh. Grim. Uh huh. Is it Grim Come Love? Yeah, Grim... you did it. Grim Love, uh, Grim baby. Dinner or some some such thing like that. Yes, uh, sir. Like a take off of that uh, real life uh, German cannibal guy. Yep. Um, I think movie. it is at least. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's who you are. You nailed um, it. Hey, let me get in real quick. I'm kind of blabbing on here on the uh, what are you looking at department? Sure. Um. I got to catch, uh, I got to catch Health Fest, you know, pretty good flip, pretty good, uh, little slasher, you know, so I think you guys, uh, talked about it last week, it's a we fun did. little flip. It is. I got to catch another one called, um, Get Away. Huh. Eh, it was alright, it was it kind like of, another knockoff. I like Health Fest a little better, but I kind of think it's like Health Fest in the sense that it's, uh, a good little flick, but kind of kind of forgettable okay. you know kind of just yeah yeah well there was that and then kind of just going to blend with a bunch of other ones that's been my entire uh the one month. thing about getaway uh obvious big scream fans uh, a lot of kind of scream yeah. i don't know if they're ripoffs or homages but uh definitely the uh writer director whatever he's the scream guy you can, you can see the influences all over it all right i also got to catch this flick the smiley face killers huh um it's by, uh, or it's written by, uh, based on a book by Brent, Brett Hills, Easton Ellis, you know, the American psycho, yeah. less than zero guy. Yeah. Um, He's man, crazy. I, as a whole, ah, whatever, not, not the greatest, but there are some really great, uh, uh, creepy moments in there, um, kind of a killer lurking, but we've seen that a thousand times, but the way they do it in this flick, uh, I don't know if it's so original or just. Uh, GPs. Yeah. It's okay. Call back. I keep passing that one by. Which one? Get away? No, the smiley face killer. Okay. G motherfucking P. G motherfucking P. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Sorry. So, um, it's got some good moments. It's kind of, I don't know, kind of a letdown. I thought it, I didn't think it was that great. All right. Um, but if you guys check it out or if you've seen it, kind of curious what other thoughts are on it. I also uh, was kind of flipping around trying to find something, and I saw uh, one of my one of my favorite fucking slashers, uh, The Rise of uh, Leslie Vernon, Leslie Behind Vernon, the Mask. I, I love that flick. I, I know for all the shortcomings and whatnot. This one here um, said it was like the 12th anniversary or 10th anniversary edition. Oh. So I was like, oh, well, fuck, I gotta watch that. You know, I don't... I didn't see anything new, or no. I don't know if there was anything repatched. special about it. Maybe the cover just said 10th anniversary, but I didn't see anything special. Uh, also, got to catch out, uh, got to catch um, uh, Phenomenon by uh, Dario Argento. Oh, that's uh, It's cool. also called Creepers, I yes. think, or was originally released as Creepers in the right. U.S. Hey, dude, have you guys seen this flick? Of course. Man? This is the most classic. ultimate fucking bonkers, batshit crazy <laughs> flip you've ever seen. Man. It's true. It's true. If you haven't seen it, let me just entice you, okay? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> First off, 
It's a giallo slasher, so you got the mystery, right? right? But that's no, that's not all. Jennifer, you also got a girl that sleepwalks. Yes. You also have this girl. She can also talk to fucking bugs. She controls and control them. Yeah, buddy. You've got a fucking like say it, man. Mongoloid masked child hidden away, chained up in a dungeon. Best of all, (laughs) you've got a fucking monkey with a knife, and I'm not fucking kidding. No, it's true. I Donald Pleasant. I know how bad this flick is, and I just. Dude, you can't put all that fucking shit together and not have me go, holy shit, that's fucking <laughs> Um, Hey, real quick, uh, I did have, I know we were, well, it's not last week, but the week before we had talked about Suspiria and the remake. Yes. And I think I figured out why that, fix, that flick sucks so fucking much. Okay. Like, and I think this is what happened. I'm listening. I think the director came in to the producer and said, Hey man, I'm super excited. I'm a huge fan of Suspiria. I can't wait to, you know, redo this flick. And I got some thoughts about how we're going to do the color because the color was such a big thing in the original Suspiria flick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the producer's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And the director said, well, okay, all right. But you know what? Let's talk about the soundtrack. I love the Goblins theme and the soundtrack and it adds so much to that flick. So I was thinking we could speed up and slow down the soundtrack, you know, to kind of fuck with people's... Uh... Uh, GP'd again. Hmm. Yep. He's on a roll, man. Yeah. Called back again. <laughs> God damn it. All right, last time. So he said, you know what, we can speed up and slow down the Goblin theme to kind of fuck with people's expectations. Is it a jump scare? Is it a real thing? And the producer's like, nah. No, we're not going to do that. In fact, I got the guy from fucking Radiohead or whatever Ugh. to write new music for him. Bad. The director's like, hey, what the fuck, man? You know, I want to make this great flick. You know, yeah. I want to use some of the best elements from the original. Yeah. And I think what happened is the producers said, no, fuck all that. This is what we're doing. We're going to take fucking revenge on fucking all the Italian cinema, the fucking cruel Jaws. You know the uh, the Alien sequel yeah. that they called it uh, Contagion. Alien Two, but it had nothing to do with the uh, you yeah, know how the yeah. Alien sequel was actually Alien. Right. I think what had happened is they said, "Fuck it, we're taking vengeance on that, and we're gonna fucking all the all the uh, Italian stolen cinema bullshit." No, let them see how it feels when we fuck with Suspiria. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my thought. Oh, but you know, anyhow, hope all that. is well. Sorry yeah, for droning well, on. It's Love all good, life. man. Love you too, Tom Hardy. He makes a good point. Yeah, and uh, the the Italians did do a lot of cheap American knockoffs, like in the late seventies, early Mm eighties. But we knew they were knockoffs, right? Contagion. That was a a cheap alien knockoff. There's. How do you think uh, spaghetti westerns came about? They're Italian westerns. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Italians had no clue about the old west. They just knew what they saw from American (laughs) cinema and tried to make their own version of it. There's nothing wrong with it. They're, I mean, they're not good movies, obviously, but it's not like it's stolen intellectual property. In fact, some of them are so bad they're good, I think, in my humble opinion. And that is all we have on the listener mail, kids. You guys got anything for Tom Hardy or the Cowboy? Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. for calling and writing in. Yeah, Absolutely. and since uh, Tom Hardy was speaking, it reminded me of one of the most important pieces of news we forgot to well, go What over. is that? Hmm. 
the new Dexter series. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. All right. Did you see that? No. Do you believe it? What, that they're doing another one? Yeah, this fall on Showtime. Yeah, they've been talking about it for a while. Yay, we're finally getting it. I'm not all that jazzed. Oh, I was. I was pretty pissed at the ending of the last thing, so... Lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Whatever. Really, I'm just excited. Well, all right. I'm not going to begrudge you your excitement, but you're wrong. <laughs> Was he going to come back? Oh, this wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think I'd like to kill people instead of trees. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to Miami or... Put this chainsaw to real use. Yeah. <laughs> really hard to get one of those blood slides out of a tree, so got to go back to people, I guess. All right, goddammit. You guys ready to get into a movie? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. Let's do it. Hello? Is anybody here? Oh, Lord, I see what is going on. My thoughts are they took too much of something. I don't know, wandering the streets. But who are they? I mean, what do we even do? Do we call the cops? And say what? We came into an empty house. Hi, it's Rita from your state B&B. My husband and I just got home, and your bags are still here. So, uh, what's up? Shining home with a view of the monster miss monica you're already giving me dirty looks and i don't appreciate it don't shake your head buddy this is a good goddamn movie you don't know what i've been through the last month the last three weeks with this tubi horse shit uh it stars ellen humphrey sebastian charmant and danielle evan Plo- Plozier. Uh, written and directed by the Greenlee Brothers. It's coming in at four stars on IMDb. Rated TVMA for mature audiences, which is probably why you two didn't dig it, you immature pricks. The last show that I was here for, and you were telling me about that movie, the whatever, Paranormal. Paranormal Attraction. I went home and watched it. Why would you do that? Well, I had to check it out. I specifically told you not to do that. I told you it was horrible. (laughs) You didn't believe me. How dare you? Was that better than this one? (laughs) No. You got to give me that, right, Monica? Uh, The acting was better in this one. Is your microphone on? 
Yeah. Oh, you're just not talking into it. Oh, I'm talking into it. Hello, hello. You are now. Okay. There you go. Okay. (laughs) All right. So this is uh, this is another ghost movie. It's uh, pretty tame by ghost movie standards. This one, however, I feel like was executed better than the last three. Um. So we start off with a camping trip. We have a guy and a girl, husband and wife, out camping in the woods. Everything's pretty cool. Via some dialogue and a failed attempt at sex, we're going to learn that uh, they, she wants to have kids. He, at first, seems reluctant, mm-hmm. but we're going to get more into that as we go. And there's like some weird dream sequences. There's a nightmare sequence out there that's pretty gnarly. Uh, guy is dreaming that he's asleep, but he's got his head like cocked at this impossible angle. Uh, and there's people surrounding the car and stuff. Um, from there, we're going to, via some more dialogue, we're going to discover that they actually have a home somewhere nearby that they're renting out as basically an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, this is kind of, well, it's going to make sense in the end, but they have the home, they live there. Whenever somebody rents it, they go camping. Which seems like a bit of a stretch for me. It'll make sense in the end, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't do that, man. Mm-hmm. No. I, uh, guess what? You're going camping this weekend. It's 30 below outside. Sorry. Uh, people want to rent your house. No. Fuck that, man. Right? I got TV shows to watch and stuff. And they're not like, they don't have like a big fancy trailer. They basically just go and sleep in their truck for a couple nights. Miserable. Yeah. And off the bat, we can tell that these two are having some marital tension, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They're kind of getting on each other's nerves. And we're going to get more into that in a minute. <clears throat> so they have like a heart-to-heart moment after their failed attempt at sexual intercourse. And they decide, you know what? Let's put all this behind us. Let's just get out of here and get away from all of this and move on. Let's Let's kick those people out of our house a little early. And we'll go back and we'll try – we'll – I don't know, have like a romantic night and then we'll, and then eventually he caves in and he's like, let's start a family. And she's like, yay, we're going to have a baby. Yay. That's what Monica didn't like about it. You don't like babies. (laughs) (laughs) So they're all excited. And, uh, they, she makes the phone call to the people renting the house and she's like, Hey, you guys got to clear out a day early. I'm really sorry. We had some kind of an emergency. Uh, just go ahead and clear on out of there. And reluctantly, the people involved agree. And they say they're going to leave the, the key under the mat and they'll be out by this afternoon, that afternoon. So they're all excited. Hop back in the uh, suburban there and take off back to their home. When they get there, there's some strange things afoot, buddy. Mm-hmm. Number one, the people's vehicle is still there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, They get out, they try to call them, and there's no answer on the young lady's phone that's renting the place, young lady by the name of Kate. Mm -hmm. I should also mention that our two main characters are Dennis and Rita, and they're the ones that actually own the house at present. So uh, as they approach the house, they realize that there's classical music blaring Blaring, from like these giant speakers. They have a kick-ass sound system. Yeah, Uh, They're like, what the shit is this? So they go inside, and they find all the people's stuff still there in the living room, like bags unpacked, things like that. So they try calling again, and this time Kate's uh, phone goes straight to voicemail. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. So they start looking around. They look at the bags. Uh, there's a bag there with the name tag on it of Paige Kelly. Well, that's not Kate. Nope. Now, is it? Mm-mm. No, it is not. Interesting little plot uh, point there, Monica. Mm-hmm. Then they go upstairs and they hear somebody in the 
master bathroom. Yeah. Uh, water's they, running. They turn off the music. Yeah. We'll turn off the music, go up there. Water's running. So they're thinking, oh, there's somebody in there. Mm-hmm. So they knock on the door. No answer. Uh, Dennis is like ready to kick the door in. And uh, Rita's like, uh, just take it easy on the, the property damage there, tough guy. <laughs> right. Let's just give them a second. Maybe they're taking a dump or something. So they decide to go downstairs and have a glass of wine while they wait for our mystery shower person to come out. That's a little strange. That yeah. part, that part, I kind of struggle. I, I with. wouldn't. No, I, I would uh, stand by the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I come in? Is there room for two in that shower? <laughs> you probably would do that. <laughs> You're damn right I would. I am bored and lonely. <laughs> that is you, right, Kate? <laughs> Coming in. <laughs> Look, I got to take a growler, so you're going to have to open this door. <laughs> yeah. So they just kind of camp out for a minute or two, and they're downstairs. on Now, this house is beautiful, and it overlooks a lake. And they've got a deck that goes down to a pier that just goes out over the lake. And I think there was like a little boathouse at the end of the pier, which is very a very scenic place. Um, so they're down on the deck having a glass of wine. And they're talking about, apparently, uh, Rita is trying to write a children's book, but she can't because, I don't know, she can't put it down on paper or whatever. So Dennis is trying to get her to tell him about the, the children's book. Now, on the way there, Rita made the discovery that Dennis had a gun in the glove compartment of the Suburban. And she freaked right out. We are not those people, Dennis. Well, they're about to become those people mm-hmm. right quick. I was so angry. Shut up, bitch. Bitch, you just not you. Not you <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Look, we're going camping in the fucking woods. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, worst case scenario, we run into a bunch of inbred rapists. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, it's like a badger or something. Either way, you're going to be glad I had the gun. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. But since you don't want me to use it, I'll just let them gangbang you. There you go. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, honey, we're not those people. Yeah, so you I better can't take use one this for the team. Gun. Yeah, you better yeah. get on your knees there, princess. <laughs> I know he stinks. I can smell him from here. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, she's all fired up. But as they're having this little wine glass conversation down on the deck, Rita looks over Dennis's shoulder and sees somebody creeping around the upper. Uh, mm-hmm. floors of the house mm-hmm. carrying an axe. Yeah. So she's like, Dennis, what the fuck? Look at that guy. And he's like peeping in the windows, the other dude is. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into a sliding glass door that leads right into the master bathroom or master bedroom. So they run around back to the Suburban because Rita wants the gun all of a sudden. Oh, wow, look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that, Rita. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go running back upstairs to confront this guy. But instead, what they do is kind of stand in the hallway while he uh, tries to fandango his way into that master bathroom. (laughs) So he's out there and he's like trying to look into the lock and he's like getting ready to beat it down with the axe. And then eventually he notices them because they haven't said a fucking word the whole time they were there. And he's like, oh, uh, you must be the homeowners, right? And they're like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Uh, listen. We had a big problem here. Uh, my girlfriend, Kate, was here, and something happened, and she snapped, and she attacked me with a wine bottle, and then she ran out of here, and she's probably still around here. We're all in a lot of danger, so we got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, you just cool it right there, mister. And he's like, you don't 
you're not gun people, are you? <laughs> Which was blatantly obvious yeah. by the way Rita was holding the gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, uh, okay. And he just hauls ass right yeah. up there, right right down the uh, stairs out onto the pier. I don't know where he thinks he was going. Was he going to jump into the lake and swim for it? But eventually they chase him down and hold him at gunpoint, make him drop the axe. And then they get the full story about the wine bottle attack. And they're like, he's like, we just got to get out. Look, we can't be in the house. We can't be in the house if she's in there. We got to get the fuck out of here. So they take him around and they make him sit. They all sit in his car. And that's where. That was weird. It was very weird. Uh, And then he he lays it out for him. He said that uh, they were the ones that were renting the, the Airbnb. Uh, they were having a pretty good time the night before, and then out of nowhere, Rita just snapped, smashed a, a wine bottle in his face, and he does have a, like a open wound on his head, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And uh, yeah, and then she like took she, he when he re- regained consciousness, she was <clears throat> just gone. So he thinks that she's out in the woods somewhere, getting ready to attack again, and it's very dangerous. And they're like, "Well, why don't we call the cops?" And he's like, "You kidding? It'll take the cops twenty minutes to get here." And uh, your chances are you'll both be dead by then. So look out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Look, <laughs> let's just go back inside and see if she's in there. And if she's not, then I'll get out of here. So they go back inside. And this is where things get weird. Because he starts like the our weird axe man guy starts mm-hmm. looking around. He starts noticing that there's like locks on the refrigerator. All the cabinets are padlocked. Um, that's a, I don't think you can. You probably shouldn't do that if you're renting your house. Right? People are going to want to use the refrigerator. Yeah, eventually. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to. Uh, I mean, I get maybe the cabinets or something. If you had, like, fine china in there you didn't want stolen or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, he, he start, this guy, he introduces himself. His name is Chance. And he starts, like, going into this weird head spin. And he, he keeps grabbing his head and saying, rainstorm, rainstorm, rainstorm. And uh, eventually he kind of turns on him and he's like, something isn't right with this house. You know that. You both know that. I can tell. I'm very observant. And they're like, uh, we don't know what you're talking about, dude. And he's like, what's with all the baby locks on everything? No uh, nursery set up. Are you guys trying? She wants to have a kid, but you don't. And then he gets punched in the wow. face and uh, shown the door. And then we find out that they are, Dennis, I guess, is incapable of reproducing. Yeah. And that's further explained via a flashback in which they are trying to have sex in the van and he prematurely ejaculates after like nine seconds. Yeah, I, know. I think his pants were still on. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> she just got on top of him and yeah. it was game over. Yeah. <laughs> like a 14-year-old. Give me 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I don't know what happened. Normally not like this. Been under a lot of pressure at work. Uh, so from there they kick him out and now we're going to cut to chapter two and we're going to get to know Chance and what was going on with him. So we start off on Chance's chapter with a cell phone video from an older lady named Jill. Mm -hmm. Now Jill, wouldn't you know, is Kate's grandmother. And I think there's a lot of money in that family because Jill's going on about how uh, she built a, a life and a reputation, and Kate's trying to destroy her name and take what she has. But Jill is also hooked up to one of those uh, up-your-nose oxygen mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. and she's chain-smoking while they're having this little interview. <laughs> and that's never a good sign, my, my man. Uh, but in the end, what this amounts to is that Jill has hired Chance to kill Kate. 
And I don't know if Chance is a professional hitman or if Chance just happened to be Kate's boyfriend that Jill kind of brought over to the dark side. And yeah. I don't it, it could have gone either way. We're not going to get too in-depth with it. Mm-hmm. But regardless, Chance agrees, and he makes this vi- cell phone video. Uh, he said in case Kate gets to him first or something like that. Yeah. So that's interesting. Apparently, Kate and Chance have had a long-distance relationship for a little while. So uh, Chance goes to the airport to pick up Kate, and this is where we get to meet Kate, played by Ellen Humphreys, who I found to be rather attractive, Monica. Mm. Apparently, she had a weird eyebrow or something because Monica couldn't couldn't see it. I said she was better looking than the other chick. Oh, yeah, the other chick yeah. had oh, like yeah. a... The other chick yeah. did have a weird eyeball yeah. situation. Yeah. She had like a lazy eye. Yeah. Or something. She had like those droopy Droopy eyelids. face, yeah. yeah. I don't find that attractive. No. That's not good for me. Uh, Kate's pretty hot. Smoking hot redhead. But let's be honest, she's a bit of a twat. Yeah. And uh, she's going to let that be known right up, up front... So she gets in Chance's car. They've apparently met before and spent some time together. And she's kind of bent about not getting to spend Christmas with Chance that year. So she gets in with Chance and they start heading back to wherever Chance lives. Uh, they've got uh, hotel reservations and uh, upscale dinner reservations at a very nice restaurant. And Kate is like, we can't be predictable. God damn it. We're going to do something crazy and wild. And we're just going to... Do we, going to a nice restaurant would be too predictable. And he's like, well, I was kind of looking forward to that restaurant, and that's a really nice hotel. Well, we're not doing it, goddammit. So they end up stopping at an ice cream place and ordering ice cream, and then Kate, I don't think, even touched hers. And then they get up to leave, and Kate just leaves her ice cream on the little bench, and Chance is like, you're going to bring that with you? And she's like, people work here, don't they? Ma." What the fuck is that supposed to mean? It means they'll pick up after this. Yeah, fuck you too, lady. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You paid for the ice cream. You do what you want, but there's no need to be a dick about it. Right. Either put it in the garbage if you don't want it or take it with you. Something. I don't know. Feed it to the ducks. Whatever. Anyway, uh, they are just driving through wherever this place is. It's a very nice place. Very rural through the woods and stuff. This was terrible. And then Kate is like, okay, we're going to stay at my friend's house. Pull over here and over, get on the thing, and we're going to make a U-turn. And then they end up in this very upscale neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they're like, she's like, okay, it should be back here. Oh, wait a minute. The internet cut out. Oh, here comes my Waze app, and then the Google Maps isn't working. Just pull over. We'll, we'll, we'll get here. So she's got like four bags, and she f- fucking throws them all on chance. Yeah. And then they just start walking around this neighborhood. <laughs> He's trying, got all the bags. He's got all the bags. <laughs> And the, this scene is shot in a way to denote that they've been they walked for quite a while. Oh yeah! To find out, to realize that they parked the car right in front of the fucking house yeah, that like they're staying at, across the street in two houses. Yeah, over or something it's like, like that. oh, it's, it's like, right, seriously? it's right there. And oh, she, I'd be so pissed. You could tell chances. Uh, he's relishing the, her imminent demise. Oh yeah. At this point, he's like, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna bang you. I'm gonna bang you first, but then you're dead. <laughs> So she's like, oh, it's my friend's house. Let's just, the key's under the mat. Come on. And he's like, are you sure we're not just breaking and entering? Yeah, come on. So they go get the key, and then they enter the house. Mm-hmm. That this, this is where our story picked up. So uh, 
they get in there, and it's kind of weird to start with because, again, the fridge is padlocked. All the cupboards are all baby-proofed and locked up. And they're like, ah, oh, strange. So she breaks out a Christmas tree. And we're going to get a little backstory on Chance here because Chance goes through a couple of flashbacks. I'm going to paraphrase because this is kind of a lengthy part of the movie. Basically, we discover that his daughter, he's an alcoholic. His daughter drowned in a pool where there were plenty of people around to save her. Yeah, that was stupid. But apparently either didn't notice or didn't particularly like that little girl (laughs) or something. She drowned. Yeah, he fell asleep Mm -hmm. because he was drinking vodka out of a water bottle. It's one one of my favorite moves when it comes to the rib cook-off and things like that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he passed the fuck out. She drowned, and now he's all bent about that. And periodically, he, I think he has, like, visions of her or he hears her voice or something like that. And he's got these self-help tapes that he listens to that kind of, like, you know, walk him through these bizarro episodes. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kate immediately passes out on the couch. He uh, pours himself a water bottle full of vodka and then goes out on the back deck and does like push-ups and pull-ups and jumping jacks and does like a primal scream session, which is interesting. And then uh, Kate wakes up and they begin their magical evening together, which is actually kind of twatty in a weird way. But she kind of comes around towards the end, I felt like. She was somewhat redeemable. So uh, Chance like gets a moment to himself. Kate's like... I got a surprise for you, but I need you to leave for a little while. And he's like, what? Why? Yeah, where am I going? Yeah, where am I going? Go make, go get us some more wine. And then when you come back, I'll have a surprise for you. So he's like, oh, okay. So he goes and he like gets some stuff out of his bag. And he, we realize that his method for killing Kate is going to be, he's going to inject her with something. Because oh, Jill said to make it look like an OD. Mm-hmm. So he's going to inject her with something. He's got a hypodermic ready, locked and loaded. He's got a, one of those little medical vials full of something nasty. But he uh, loads up the uh, hypodermic and puts it in his, his coat, and then he leaves. Comes back a little bit later with the wine that he was looking for. Uh, Kate has set up a miniature Christmas tree mm-hmm. and is now rocking some banging lingerie. Mm-hmm. And she's got three glasses of wine. And she's like, it's one for you and one for me and one for Bingy, the Christmas tree. And then she drinks two of them and he drinks one. Mm -hmm. And then she's on the verge of giving him a lap dance, but Uh she starts like feeling up his chest and then she strikes pay dirt when she feels the hypodermic needle in his coat. And she's like, oh, what's this? You've been naughty. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, shit. Just play it off. You weren't supposed to see that. She's like, you've been really naughty. Mm." So Chance is like, ah, shit. Okay. Uh, Fuck. So he's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. So he goes to the bathroom, splashes some water on his face, has kind of like a cathartic moment when he starts thinking about his daughter again. And he's like, I think for a second there, he was like, I probably shouldn't kill Kate. So I don't know. But then he goes back out there and Kate's out by the, uh, the deck there. And she's like, I got this uh, hypodermic needle. I'm gonna, well, don't tell me what it is. I want it to be a surprise. Ew. And then out of nowhere, she's like, I'm going to check myself into rehab. And she takes the needle and whips it into the lake. Oh. And he's like, no, you fucking shit, 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 shit. So now he's all bent. And she's like, uh, you know, we don't need to do that. We can still have fun without that. And then she starts pouring more glasses of wine. And he's like, I thought you were checking into rehab. It's like, for drugs, not for alcohol. That's still my friend. 
So it's pretty stupid. Um, Chance goes into one of these psychotic episodes, starts thinking mm-hmm. about his daughter, and basically collapses. Now, at that point, I was thinking, what did she put in the wine? Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. She drugged him. Yeah, and it's quite possible that she did, because if she found that, she may have found the little uh, medical vial or whatever the case yeah, may be. She had plenty of drugs herself. Yeah. So uh, she wakes up before – now we're going to cut to the next morning. She wakes up before he does and drags him into the bedroom and puts him on the bed, or so we think. Mm-hmm. He wakes up next to her, and he's like, oh, fuck, what happened? And she's like, uh, you know what? I think we should break up. You're kind of a toxic dude, and I'm in a weird place, so let's just break up. And he's like, like what? Oh, what? Who's, who's toxic? I just, <laughs> I'm a little hungover right now, and so I don't know. And she's like, yeah, let's just break up. And by the way, the owner of this place called, and they want us out this afternoon instead of tomorrow. So we got we to gotta hop to here, Skipper. We got to get moving. And he's like, oh, all right. She, she leaves, goes out to the kitchen, pours two glasses of wine. He comes out, and he's like, so here's to rehab, and he drinks his wine, and she drinks hers, and she's like, oh, by the way, I saw the video that you made with my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> what the, what, what? Right? <laughs> it's like, oh, don't worry about it. I was actually going to kill myself. That's why I came up here. And he's like, well, uh, and she's like, don't worry about it. I'm not mad. I just, you know. Don't kill me. Oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, while he's like backpedaling, trying to figure out how to unfuck this himself out of this conversation, he kind of backpedals into the living room, and that's where he finds the dead body of Kate. Still in her lingerie from the night before, and with a smattering of prescription pills all over her. He's like, that's a dead body. That's your dead body but what the weight is this and how the fuck does this and she's like yeah i'm dead and by the way so are you because i uh found your little vial of mm-hmm. stuff here and uh put it in your wine so he immediately runs to the uh kitchen stink sink and starts vomiting and it's not really pertinent to the story but i would like to note at this point that kate stuffed a dead bird into the garbage disposal yeah what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck She's crazy. She is batshit crazy. She's like, you put chicken in a garbage disposal when you don't want to eat it. You put the like the skin and the muscle in there, <laughs> not know. the bones. I know, Have right? you never operated a garbage disposal in your life? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, never mind the fact that it's a garbage disposal and you probably, well, you did just wreck it. Why would you put a dead bird in there? Why would you bring a dead bird into the house to be, oh, all right, that's a whole other thing. Uh, so that's interesting. And he's like, he's trying to throw up all the stuff. And now Kate's all pissed off at him. He's like, why are you doing this? You got to die with me. Come on. We're in love. Remember? And he's like, I don't think so. And now she's all fired up. Well, her ghost is, Mm -hmm. I should say, but she looks hot and she's still there. So that's good. Uh, as that's happening, uh, we hear, uh, Dennis and Rita pull up. And they're like looking around the outside. And mm-hmm. this is when Kate is like, <laughs> I got your cell phone. It's mm-hmm. got incriminating evidence, incriminating evidence on it about my murder. You better find it. So Chance now is going ballistic trying to find oh, the yeah. phone. Uh, Kate is now a ghost, obviously haunting this house. And she cranks up the classical music and Chance is like, oh, shit. He runs out to the dock as Dennis and Rita are walking in, which is what we saw at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. We like tarantino this whole thing. So now we're going to learn a little bit more about uh, Chance and Rita. 
and we're going to learn more about the house. So Chance and Rita bought this house at a reduced price, mm-hmm. which we know is not a good idea, right? right? Why is the, the price reduced? For us, reduced? it would be. Well, yeah. Be like, oh, it's haunted? <laughs> we'll take it. Like, how haunted? Like, on a scale of one to, like, Amityville. Where are we, like, in, like, a lovely Molly kind of a haunted or more like a... I don't know, something that's going to jerk me off in the middle of the night. Because <laughs> that's yeah. the kind of haunted I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so they bought it, and it, for like the first couple months, it was like their dream home. Beautiful house. Um, I don't know what these two do for a living. Uh, nothing from yeah. the looks of it, uh, other than a book that's never going to get written. Uh, but everything was cool for the first couple of months, and then the ghosty shit started. Mm-hmm. Uh, started with some nightmares. Chance was sleepwalking a lot. That's always a good sign. At a random axe would show up. Yeah. Um, Multiple times. Yeah. Uh, a lot of ghost quake business uh, cab, cab, uh, cabinets being open and closed. Which explains the locks. Explains the locks. Refrigerator being open and closed mm-hmm. and the lock there. Um, like, they just, at first it really freaked them out. So they called in like paranormal investigators. Yeah. But the the investigators were there for like 20 minutes and they're like, ha! Bye. Bye. This yeah. place is evil. That was and funny. It's nasty. We are out of here. And they're like, wait, wait, no, you got to help us with the. No, goodbye. We are not staying here for another minute. So uh, everything sucks, but they're in over their heads in this house. And at one point, Rita just like picks up the axe and just sticks it right there by her bed. Chance is like, why'd you put the axe there? She's like, well, it's just going to show up in the fucking closet again. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I'm tired. So It's funny that one time it showed up with like two of them or yeah. something like that. It's like, yeah. what the hell? Well, they kept finding the axe and throwing, <laughs> throwing it in the it garbage, away. and it would be right back there the next day. So I think the ghost in a little F.U. said, hey, here's, here's two, two axes. So <laughs> yeah. if you could leave one, that way I don't have to go out to the garbage and pull it out again. So at this point, they just kind of decide that we bought the, the house, and the ghost came with it. So we're going to live in the house and we're going to kind of embrace the ghost. Mm-hmm. And we get like a cute little music montage of like, you know, uh, her throwing the axe out, it coming back, throwing it out again, coming back, throwing it out again. Two axes now, uh, all like this Benny Hill sped up version of, of uh, Dennis sleepwalking all through the house. Mm-hmm. This random shadow guy shows up periodically. Sometimes he has an axe, sometimes he doesn't, but he really just stands there. Yeah, uh, Pretty creepy in the cabinets and the padlocks being put on. So they've kind of owned it and they've kind of said, we can't leave, we can't afford to leave. Um, we can rent the place out and make some money that way. Uh, we can't. We, maybe the presence will leave with whatever renter is here. Right. Maybe we could pawn this off on somebody else. Uh, and that's kind of how that went down. And that kind of, I mean, it sucks, but that's how it, that, that's the house, you know? Mm-hmm. But look, they kind of owned it in a weird way. And they kind of adjusted to it. and yeah, accepted the, whatever it was. Whatever it was. And it kind of, you know, became like a little game to them. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way you want to go, man. Mm-hmm. You want to, you know... I got this ghost. He's a bit of a cock most of the time, but every now and then, um, I don't know, a bag of chips shows up. <laughs> you know, he pre- preheats the oven for me sometimes when I'm trying to make dinner. That's a, every now and then, he's most of the time a dick, though. Um, so that's kind of cool, and that's kind of we get kind of jumped into American Horror Story land there. Mm-hmm. So that brings us back to present day, which is. Um, Chance being kicked out of the house. David and Rita are there, and they're like, you know what? That was really weird. We got to fucking figure this out. Now, Chance gets in his car and drives away. Uh, He has like another 
episode where he talks to his daughter and then uh, Kate shows up in the car and she's like, dude, you're going to get caught, fucko. Uh, if they find that phone and find out what's on it, along with the dead bo- my dead body, which you shoved into your trunk right before you, they got there, you are in big trouble, mister. So you better get back to that house and find the phone. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to the house, breaks in like a cat burglar, mm-hmm. finds Dennis d- about to do one of his sleepwalk routines. But now oh, yeah. Dennis has a gun mm-hmm. and he's putting the nine millimeter rounds into the magazine. So uh, Chance grabs it before uh, Den- Dennis wakes up and he's just like sitting catatonic at the end of the bed. And then he uh, wakes him up and wakes uh, Rita up and he's like, okay, fuckers, I got a gun here and I'm, I need to... I need to see one of your phones right now. And they're like, okay, don't hurt us. Don't hurt us. Everything's cool. So he takes Rita's phone and calls his phone. And it rings and it goes to the bag that uh, had Paige Kelly written on it. Mm -hmm. Now, when Rita first got there, she tried calling the phone number of Paige Kelly to tell her to come get her bags. Paige was a bit of a snatch on the phone. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you fucking bitch. You stole my, my, my luggage. And she's like, no, I'm trying – somebody – my house, and they have your bags, and if you want it back, I don't – come get it, or I'll send it to you. And she's like, no, you fucking twat. And then her boyfriend gets on the phone, and he's like, look, do yourself a favor and don't open the bag. So somehow the fucking phone got inside the bag, which is locked, by the way, mm-hmm. and that's where it is. So uh, that's where the phone is ringing. Uh, Chance gra- just grabs the whole bag and goes hauling ass out of there. Um from there, he ties up Rita and Dennis mm-hmm. and uh, like back to back in a weird way. And then, see, now this is pri- a good time for the ghost not to be a dick. He yeah. could cut the duct tape for him, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do that. He leaves him tied up. Or, dick, or dick put the goat. axe next to them. Put the, give them a sharp, <laughs> something sharp so they yeah. can cut themselves. No, none of that. But uh, Chance gets his phone. He gets, uh, he calls it. Uh, or he uses Rita phone, Rita's phone to call his phone, gets the bag, gets back in the car, takes off. Uh, everything is kind of copacetic. He co- goes to call Jill to tell her that the job is done. And wouldn't you fucking know, Jill passed away the night before of natural causes. Mm-hmm. So Chance had a number of outs here. Number one, he could have not killed Kate, checked her into rehab. They could have lived happily ever after. Mm-hmm. He could have uh, killed Kate the night before and collected his earnings before Jill died, but he didn't because he waited and he had that weird psychotic episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, this could have gone a lot better for chance. He's now triple fucked because he's not getting paid. He's got a dead body in his, in his trunk and uh, he just had to hold these two at gunpoint and he used uh, Rita's phone to call his phone and that's how the cops are going to catch him very quickly. Mm-hmm. Stupid. It's stupid stuff. Uh, he gets about halfway down the road, has another psychotic break where his daughter, I guess, shows up in the car. And we don't really see what happens other than there's a bright light. And then we cut to the next morning and Chance is dead on uh, Dennis and Rita, Rita's lawn. Maybe the ghost had something to do with that. Hmm. I don't think it was necessary, but there you go. Um, from there, Dennis and Rita managed to fandango their way over to the phone, use their foot to call the police, and then wiggle worm their way out to the front lawn where they discover Chance's dead body. And that is pretty much the end of your movie there, gang. What did you think of Home with a View of a Monster, Monica? <laughs> You're shaking your head. Too much talking. Very boring. Oh, come on. <laughs> I dug it. I thought it was a good show. What did you think, buddy? Yeah, no. Oh, come on. 
You guys don't know what I've seen the last month. <laughs> yes, we have. You don't know yes, where I've have. been. I was reading, though, that the um, a lot of people ask the director, what does the ending of this movie mean? Did you see that? Mm-mm. So as he tries to explain it, the pretty much anybody who rents the house ends up dying. Okay. So all these ghosts just gather to this house now. Oh, okay. And the couple has just, they just live with it. They just are like, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, it's like a party. Except. (laughs) Well, if they own the house, then it's kind of like they're the ones that are bringing death to the house. That's true. And they keep renting it out to people. You're the fucking problem here, man. Not us. (laughs) We're the ones that died here. (laughs) The ghosts are like, thanks. Yeah, great. Keep keep on bringing them. Great. Yeah. (laughs) More roommates. Perfect. Fucking assholes. Full house over here. Shit. Well, I, I thought it was cool. I like the Tarantino style that it was done where we kind of jumped around a little bit. Um, I liked the, like the photography I thought was good. This is a movie that I felt had some direction and some life to it, you know, as opposed to the <laughs> fucking crap that I've been watching. You don't think so? Oh, fuck you guys. It was better than the last one. It was did. better than yeah. the last three put together. Did you watch any of those, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Which ones did you watch? Um... Oh, I watched all of them. I just, no. They're all terrible. Yeah. They're all very bland and boring. <laughs> yeah. This one kept my interest. I dug it. I say check out Home with a View of, of the Monster. If nothing else, just for like the avant-garde. What a stupid title of this movie. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't yeah. understand the, the title. The I think the, the monster was a reference to the house or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I dug it. Check it out. God damn it. It's a pretty good show. All right, we're going to take us a break, and we'll come back with some other stuff. Would you love a monster, man? Could you understand beauty of the beast? Yeah, I would lie. 
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. We are back. I feel like uh, Airbnb that is proven to be haunted would mm-hmm. be a cash cow. Yeah, it would yeah. be. The only problem is there's no way you can guarantee some kind of paranormal happening when somebody stays what there. What if we just bought one and yeah. we set it up to be haunted, but the people know that it's really no Like April Fool's. Well. They hmm. don't know till the end. When they start freaking out. So and... we put like a bunch of dumb animatronics in there and stuff? Yeah. Ah, kind of stupid. No. See, the problem with that is, no, I, I get where you're coming from, but the problem is when you say it's haunted, you're naturally going to get that dickbag ghost hunter. Okay, haunted. I, I ran a full color spectrum of my EKG firmer bigometer, and it says that this is definitely not haunted. You know, well, all that's those turns. okay. We're still making money off them. Yeah, except when they go on Yelp and they're like, "Whoa, debunked!" <laughs> yeah, those guys. We're, it, it's entertainment. We would let them know that. What we could do, <laughs> what we could do, is buy Chris Watts's house in Frederick, Colorado. Mm. Still up for sale. Mm-hmm. Empty. Nobody's going to want to come there. Are you he's, kidding? There's pe- People drive by that place on YouTube every 30 minutes. Yeah, but what are we going to do with the house? We're going to put some he's furniture in there. baby killer. Uh, well, yeah, but we're going to put furniture in there and make it an Replica. Airbnb. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Chris Watts experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't br- leave the wife and kids at home or something like that. <laughs> yeah. or, uh, I'm surprised the neighbors haven't burned that house down. No, they all moved away because oh. all these fucking true crime nutsacks showed up and started like poking around and looking in the windows and stuff Mm -hmm. so all the original people that were there when the shit went down took off a long time ago but we could probably get that place for next to nothing right now i'm surprised somebody else hadn't thought of this i better delete this part of the podcast or or it's really expensive because of that no it's actually not it's about uh i look i did put it i looked it up on zillow it's about six hundred thousand. who has 600 i don't have well, get financed. Yeah, but you, don't, you don't pay cash. No, buddy's got good credit. Put it all yeah. on, on oh, his yeah, credit card. You got the ace credit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. God damn it. Nobody better run out and buy Chris Watts's house now because I said that. You sons of bitches. And if you do, we want a cut of the proceeds. That's right. It's about time we told you what movies we got to watch this week. And a little something we call "What Are You Looking At." What are you looking at? Did we all see Army of the Dead? Yes. Yes. How dope was that? That was the best. Loved it. You guys go to the theater and see it or no? No. 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 I didn't even know it was at the theater. Yeah. That's where I went. I just want to say fuck you to all the haters out there. There's a lot of haters out there. Hey, guess who just walked in, everybody? It's the star of the pediatric ward, Deacon. (laughs) Deacon, get in here and say hi to everybody. Deacon! Come jump on the Hi. Mouth real quick. Hi. <laughs> Good job, buddy. We'll, we'll be done in a second here, bud. Uh, hey, will you close the door? Yeah. Thank you. 
two and a half hours long. I'll tell you what, my friend. I didn't even notice. I didn't know. It went by quick. It was so fast. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to go on record right now as saying David Batista, Uh far better than The Rock. Yeah. You heard it here first. Have you ever seen The Rock cry on camera? He's more believable. Yeah. He's a better actor is what I'm telling you. I think we're so used to The Rock just being the funny guy. The funny guy. He he plays himself in everything. No, no. I am now officially on Team Batista. He's in the new Dune, too. I heard that. And he's going to be in... uh, Oh, uh, the Knives Out sequel that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So look at that. And of course, he was mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Got Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy, which he doesn't want to play anymore. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, I don't blame him. He doesn't want to be typecasted, so he's doing all this other stuff. Yeah, get out there, man. Branch, mm-hmm. don't turn into another rock. Well, all you are is a set of arms and a t-shirt. <laughs> right. You know, that's, you don't do that. Get out there and spread your with wings that away. smoldering look. <laughs> <laughs> you got it down buddy uh i watched that i watched monica's new favorite show that she probably hasn't seen yet it's called kings of pain have hmm. you heard of this back no dude these... oh i have seen people do those things though well this is different these mm-hmm. two guys uh mm-hmm. are trying to rewrite the schmidt's pain index mm. so they travel around mm-hmm. the world Find all these exotic insects and reptiles mm-hmm. and let them bite them. Yes. And see what, what happens. Yes. I'd be willing to Dang. do the fire ants. I watched the first. They, they don't even fuck with fire ants. Mm. But uh, they, I watched the whole first season. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn, man. Uh, I think the they mo- swell up pretty big. Some of them did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one that they, they found to be the most painful. And they, they have like a whole rating scale of like, uh, uh, like how, bad it, how bad the initial bite hurts. How long the pain lasts after that? How much damage it does to you, like over time and stuff. And they they found the most damaging, the the highest rate insect that they gave a rating to was the rove beetle out of uh, South Africa, uh-huh. I think. And the reason why is they they couldn't it wouldn't actually bite them, so they just had to smash one on their skin. But their blo- <laughs> their blood has like a uh, flesh eating toxin in it. Oh, so God. it just started melting their skin off as wow. the days went by. Yeah, Acid? it was nasty. Oh, that's what I want. Yeah, Jeez. they had uh, a reticulated python uh, bite them. They had a what was it? A monitor lizard. A um, whole bunch of other nasty stuff, dude. Wow. Yeah, these guys are insane. These people are stupid. These are the most poisonous things that could well, kill you. They do it with like full medical staff. Oh well, maybe like they should do it without any medical. <laughs> oh well, staff. Then, no, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real men go out there and then they walk. Wow. Yeah, those guys are pussies. Yeah. <laughs> medical staff. <laughs> medical staff. I got your medical <laughs> staff right here. <laughs> Bet your Batista wouldn't need a medical staff. <laughs> the Rockwood. <laughs> Uh, so I watched that from 2019. That is streaming presently on Hulu, if you guys mm. want to check it out. I also watched Shadow in the Cloud from 2020. I did, too. Huh. That's a pretty good show. You, you know like how it. I'm scared of heights. Yeah. Oh, my God. My palms were sweating. I was, like, on the edge. I have got to take at least a little spin in one of those belly gunner th- oh, cockpit God. things. Oh, I'm going to pass out. You basically get into a glass bubble on the bottom of the plane and man oh. 250 caliber machine guns. Oh. And you get to, like, spin around and you can look underneath you and try to spot the bad guys. And then, of course, there's a gremlin, and she. He was so cute. You thought he was he cute? He looked like a bat. He was a bat, pretty yeah, much. He was she likes gremlins. 
Well, this is not Gizmo and Magua. This is a different guy. This guy was kind of a prick. And dabbled in a little human trafficking, Oh, too. God. That part where she was hanging and Had trying to, get, to save the baby. Yeah, climb on the bottom oh, of the fucking God. truck. Wow. I, like, jumped out of my seat at work. They're all, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I got a thing for Chloe Grace Moretz, so that didn't help. So I watched that, and then I watched Psycho Goreman from 2020. That was good. That's a good show. It's uh-huh. more of a kids, more of a kids movie, but uh, it's very much uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But she was pretty cool. I like, she was a I little like cunt, but I, yeah, I can see that being Daphne and Deacon in about four <laughs> years from now. Her just <laughs> relentlessly bullying him and t- get your ass over here and make me dinner and stuff like that. Yeah, I would love to have a him. Oh, yeah. Just a little <laughs> pee-whipped little, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm looking at, guys. Monica, you got anything to talk about? Uh, so I binged the new Haunted on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that one's foreign, isn't it? Is it? I thought so. I yeah. thought I saw the subtitles. Oh, No. Okay. I didn't think so. Okay. I thought it was lame. As yeah. these people are telling their stories, I'm just so not believing any of really? them. Mm-hmm. The reenactments like, are always really, really well shot on that show, though. Yeah. And they're not afraid to show boobies. I stuff. was just like, God, whatever, lady. <laughs> Watch something come for me tonight. Yeah, but <laughs> now you did it. And then I watched Shadow of the Clouds. Uh, I watched the uh, Things Seen, Things Heard and Seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... What else did I watch? I watched the new Great White movie. That was pretty good. Oh, the oh. Australian one, yeah? Yes. Nice. Yeah, pretty that good. was good. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. I watched, oh, what else did I watch? <laughs> I can't remember. You, no, you haven't been on the show for like two months, so I don't <laughs> oh expect you to remember God. all of it. <laughs> I watched that new seance movie. Which one? With, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Suki Waterhouse. Suki Stackhouse. Oh, Stackhouse. Is oh, like True Blood. Anna Paxson. No. No, she's the. No, that's her name. That was a pretty good movie. Okay. But let's forget about me. I can't even fucking remember. You're on a lot of medication. Wow, uh, buddy, you got anything? <laughs> yeah, I also saw uh, things heard and seen. Pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Nice. Uh, Blade Runner, the new one, 2049. Okay. Uh, that was pretty good. Dune, the new one. Yeah. Is it, where'd you find it? No, that? not the new, new one. Oh, Sorry, the old, the, old, the old one. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because the new one's coming out in October, I wanted to like, re-watch it. Just Revisit to, it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, right and then, of course, the uh, Army of the Darkness. So that was, Army mm. of the Dead? Ar- uh, yeah, Army of the Dead. That Very was cool. uh, so awesome. Loved mm-hmm. it. Right on, dudes. Let's do a little immersion therapy then. Immersion Therapy. What did you guys think of the funeral home? Did you get a chance to watch it? No. No? It was terrible. It was a little slow. Little? Wildly depressing, man. I like like the, the kind of theme that we touched on earlier, which is you live in a haunted house. Why don't you just come to terms with it and kind of... You know, but the one guy is like cheating on his wife with, with the, the ghost. ghost. Yeah, he's like naked standing there. How depressing is your existence when a haunted house is a step up? You know yeah. what I mean? You've got poltergeist activity. Well, at least it's not my wildly depressing uh, wife and her 16-year-old daughter that hate me. Yeah. That's miserable. Oh. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Not for me, I guess. No. Um, I kind of like that in concept, but... Yeah, I think it could have been better. The, and then it, the big culmination where she gets, comes out of the port john and does her dance routine to all of her dead parents. Yeah. Is that the kind of ghost movie we're doing now? We went from the demonic possession to, the to ballet now in the front yard. Happy ghosts coming out of the porta shitter. Yeah. All right. Oh, yay! We get to see you. And um, now we're de- back to now we're back dead. to yeah. Bye. I don't know, man. I say you can skip the funeral home from 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe something's lost in translation there. Maybe. I don't know. Not not really worth going going back to it. Buddy, what do you got for us this week, dude? All right, this week, let's check out Koreans 2010's Be Deviled. It's a woman subject to mental, physical, and sexual abuse on a remote island that seeks a way out. Uh, again, this is the Korean version, so make sure you're watching the right one. And you'll find this gem on Amazon Prime and Tubi. Very cool. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. You know what else we're going to do next week? Start the 2021 Terra Dome competition. Yeah! It's showtime! Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to make the fight announcements next week, inmates, but let's just run you through real quick and tell you who's already taken. Troy has uh, Dracula. Tim has the Predator. Cowboy has taken Sill from the Species, a first-time competitor. Alan has taken Angela from Night of the Demons. Tom Hardy is coming in with Jason Voorhees. And Kevin, God bless his soul, is taking the beefsteak tomato from <laughs> Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> Everybody else is wide open, inmates. Uh, the only prerequisite is that your killer must be must appear in at least two movies. And uh, other than that, everything's wide open. All right. Get with us by next week and let us know who you want. Uh, in the meantime, we need to educate Miss Monica Darian. or me, I yeah. guess. Educating Miss Monica. Yeah, you. Okay. (laughs) My clues from last week. I am in the market to eat a person. Uh, I'm not an asshole, though. I'm not going to track somebody down or catch them in some kind of a trap. I'll just put an ad on the internet and see if uh, somebody replies. Wouldn't you know, somebody fucking replies and wanted to get eaten. So I pumped him full of NyQuil, chopped off, chopped off his ding-dong, and ate him. And now I'm in trouble. Hmm. I don't see what the problem is, but here comes an American student to interview me for the next four or five days about my uh, delicus, delicatessen sexuality, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of a word for it. I'm Grim Love uh, from 2003. Have you guys seen that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a bad show. It. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad show. Mm-hmm. Very right. off, like with the lighting and the color and the it flashbacks. It almost sounds like yeah. that true story that happened in London. It was based on that. It was in uh, oh, Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who might I be this week, you ask? <clears throat> so I am a Los Angeles native, and I have lived here my whole life, but then this big fucking earthquake hit, and now I can't go surfing anymore. I would love to go surfing, but these nutsack surf gangs have taken over territories, and they won't let the casual surfers uh, just go in there and surf. So, fuck me. Uh, I guess I'm just going to have to join one of these gangs, and it's going to be a real pain in the ass, 
And the leader of this gang is probably going to kill somebody. And then his mom is going to come back and throw a hand grenade into our fucking hideout and blow us all to smithereens. Who might I be, you wonder? I'll fill you in next week. In the meantime, inmates, get with us with your Terradome picks by next week. It is the Padded Room 2011 at Hotmail.com is the email, or the Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Like, comment, subscribe wherever you found the show, of course. That helps our visibility quite a bit. And we have a Patreon campaign running if anybody is interested in the bonus content. You can find any of that stuff at PaddedRoomPodcast.com. In the meantime, join us next week for... Army of the Dead. Yeah. Here on Hard R Month mm-hmm. in the Padded Room Podcast. We probably won't get any of these movies off of Tubi, goddammit. Mm. We might, actually. I don't know. I haven't looked to see where they are. <laughs> Four uh, Armies of the Dead, Zombie Strippers, uh, People That Eat People Consensually, and with uh, a notary present sometimes, uh, Miss Monica. Buddy, moving, back surgery, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week. Put my hands in the dust with the heat dry.